0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In this episode of Locked On Capitals, we talk about the Washington Capitals and the moves that they made in the offseason. How do they stand up to the other teams in the Metro Division? Let's talk about that next on this edition of Locked On Capitals.
1: Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network.
0: Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. Yes, this podcast is also available in video form. So head on over to YouTube and check it out. And when you're on YouTube, make sure and hit that subscribe button. And if you like the videos, hit the thumbs up button. It really helps grow the channel. My name is Dan Holney. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. So in this episode, we are going to talk about the moves that the Washington Capitals made. We know that uh, Brian McClellan and company kind of swung for the fences and made some big acquisitions. Dylan Strome. Uh, Darcy Kemper, Connor Brown, et cetera. But were the moves that the Capitals made, were they enough to compete in the Metro? Uh, we'll talk about that in this episode. So just to start off here, the moves that they made, and this is a, an article in, in Nova Caps, they talk about it. The Philadelphia Flyers, to start off here, How much better are the Philadelphia Flyers in this division or the Metro division? As we know that they had kind of an off season uh, and, uh, you know, they do have a new head coach in John Tortorella. And I know that he is a coach that, um, you know, people have opinions on him. Either they think that, you know, he's too over the top or they think that he is a head coach that gets results. Um, I tend to think that, you know, he does a pretty good job. I know that he likes to, uh, ruffle some people, people's feathers, some players feathers, if you will. But I also think that he gets results in turn. And, uh, I think that, you know, I don't think that the Philadelphia Flyers are going to be a lot better next season, but I think in the years to come, I think that they will be, uh, quite a bit better. Uh, the Flyers acquired head coach, John Tortorella, um, uh cooper merity and then tony d'angelo they re-signed justin braun so some of the ones that they lost the players that they lost were oscar Lindbaum. uh and then they also lost uh interim head coach mike Yo. i don't think that that's really a big uh down thing for them to to lose mike Yo. he's he's a head coach it's kind of bounced around a little bit and um You know, he hasn't had really good results uh, on any of the teams that he's played on. I mean, I remember him being the head coach for the Minnesota Wild, for example, and uh, he didn't, uh, you know, he got some results briefly, but uh, overall he didn't, it wasn't enough to, to make them a competing team, shall we say. The Flyers did not change much this offseason in terms of their roster, but did bring in a new coaching staff led by Tortorella. They acquired D'Angelo from the Hurricanes and signed two forwards that will play on the fourth line at the highest. Uh, Most likely Philadelphia should be doing more as to be offloading some players since the team seems poised. To be in the conversation to land a consensus 2023 first overall pick, Connor Bedard, uh, in this particular uh, article, they rank uh, the Philadelphia Flyers with a C, a trending down. And, you know, the Flyers are a bit of an interesting team is that, you know, for years you know, let's rewind the clock, what was it, three, four years ago, maybe more than that, that they were actually a pretty good team. But, you know, like a lot of other teams there, there's players that move on or they trade them away. And then you're kind of in this awkward position of, you know, uh, what kind of lineup is going to be out on the ice. And, you know, I think that they also suffered from uh, some poor coaching as well. So I think that uh, John Tortorella is a proven commodity, and I think that he will help write that ship uh, in Philadelphia. So it remains to be seen. Like I say, I don't think that the Flyers are going to be good next season. Maybe not next season. I think it's kind of a reclamation project, kind of a work in progress, if you will. But uh, I do think that, you know, in years to come, uh, they might be decent. The next team on this list is the New Jersey Devils. They acquired uh, Andre Palat, five years, six million. Brendan Smith, two years, 1.1. Eric Halla, assistant coach, Andrew Burnett. Um, so that's an interesting move there too. Moving on from the head coaching position, Vitek Vanacek, as we all know. Uh, 46th overall pick in the 2022 NHL Draft. Uh, John Marino, they re-signed. They didn't re-sign anyone. They lost Connor Carrick, former uh, Capital. uh, Pavel Zaka, Uh, the 37th overall pick. Um, They also lost Ty Smith and a bunch of other players there. So the New Jersey Devils, I think, are going to be uh, quite a bit better. They did make some pretty decent uh, acquisitions and uh, it's going to re- remain to be seen how this uh, Devils team does uh, with vtech Vanacek uh, ostensibly being the starter, starting uh, netminder for that team. I know what kind of results that we had uh, from Vtech Vanacek on the Capitals, but you know, this is going to be the New Jersey Devils defense in the players in front of him. We're, are they going to be able to get a better result uh, out of VTech Vanacek with that different coaching system? And with those different players in front of them, that remains to be seen. Um, just looking at them, the Devils shook up their forward group with a couple of changes, including getting Plot after he notched 11 goals and 21 points in 23 postseason games for the Tampa Bay Lightning this spring and trading Zaka to the Boston Bruins for Hala. They didn't change much other than besides a defenseman shakeup when they traded Smith in a pick for Marino and acquired Vanacek, though adding Burnett to their coaching staff was a good move after he led the Florida Panthers past the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs for the first time in 26 years. The Devils are in a position where they're hoping for more growth from their youth in the 2023 season. They rank them a B, and that's what I'm saying is I think I think that the Devils are going to be a, a lot better than they were last season. Uh if you follow, you know, other teams other than the Capitals, you will know that the Devils struggled a little bit last season, but I think that, you know, it's going to be an upward uh trajectory for that team and I think that um, you know, like I say, I think that the Metro Division got a lot tighter. I think that um I think that the, the a lot of the teams in the Metro Division got a lot better, the Capitals included, so it's going to be remain to be seen if it all materializes, because sometimes things on paper um, necessarily aren't uh, what they are in actuality. Uh, The next one on the team is the Columbus Blue Jackets. And this is an interesting story here because uh, Johnny Goodrow, Johnny Hockey from the Calgary Flames, was saying that he wanted to go back home where he's from, and that's the New Jersey area. So everyone thought it was a lock that he was going to go to the uh, New Jersey devils or uh, to the Islanders were the big teams that were rumored out there. And uh, if you watched on free agency, uh, they were just kind of waiting and they were like, well, it's just going to be a matter of time before he announces, you know, is he either going to the devils or is he going to go to the Islanders? And then totally out of left field, the Columbus blue Jackets sign him and you know, I, I, if you're from Canada, I don't think that you're you know, quite familiar with geography because they're like, well, he did sign with an East Coast team. He signed with the Columbus Blue Jackets. And um, I want you to go ahead and pull up a map and take a look at Columbus, Ohio, and uh, see how close that is to New Jersey. It's not real close. So I think that ultimately money was a driving factor there. So the Columbus Blue Jackets acquired Johnny Goodrow, seven-year contract that carries a nine point eight million dollar cap hit. Uh, Eric Gabranson, a four-year contract that was a four million cap, and Matthew Oliver. Uh, they resigned. They didn't resign anyone. They lost the hundred and twenty-second second overall pick in the twenty twenty-two NHL draft. And uh, Gabriel Carlson, as we know that uh, Gabriel Carlson uh, is going to be playing on the Washington Capitals now. So I think that, I mean, obviously you go out and you get one of the biggest name free agents out there. You get Johnny Hockey out there. I think that, you know, again, on paper, it appears that your team is going to be doing a lot better. The Blue Jackets got the prize of free agent market when they signed Goudreau, which should provide some much needed scoring punch up front. The contract given to Gabranson was an, a bit outrageous. After the 30-year-old set career highs with a six goals, eleven assists, seventeen points, and a plus 15 rating, um, so he had a 57.56% five-on-five Corsi uh, percentage and a 53.18 five-on-five expected goals for percentage, and a 55.64 five-on-five scoring chances. Um, so just taking a look at it, the Blue Jackets made one other minor deal where they sent a mid pick to the Nashville Predators for Oliver. So in this article, they re- uh, grade um, what they did on an a and I, I think, you know, you really can't argue with that uh, it's kind of swinging for the fences and getting someone like. Johnny Goodrow on your team, I think that, uh, you know, you really can't argue with uh, those kind of moves. Those are big moves. And I do think that the Columbus Blue Jackets are going to be a lot better, but I don't think that one player is going to make them that much better. You know, you want to take a, bring this back home a little bit. Take a look at the Washington Nationals. A lot of people were up in arms when Juan Soto left or, you know, he went out to the Padres along with Josh Bell, right? But Juan Soto can't win all the games. Sure, Juan Soto is a big name, but he can't do it all. So that's the same thing with Johnny Goudreau. He's a good player, but, you know, if their goaltending is horrible or if they have issues on defense or, you know, they can't get other scoring, then, you know, I still don't think they're going to be that great of a team. I think that they're going to uh, be better than they were last year. But uh, ultimately, I don't think that they are going to be much of a contender. I guess it remains to be seen, but I don't think that that one move alone Uh, is going to be enough to kind of move the needle, if you will. All right, so after the break here, we are going to continue to talk about the Capitals and how they rank uh, in the Metro Division. We'll talk about that next. Our next partner has a product I use literally every day. I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted more energy and I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great. I wanted to see what the hype was about. Now I've been taking it for a few months now and it doesn't taste like it's super healthy. It has kind of a mild tropical taste that I actually look forward to taking each morning. So, what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all of these things. Now, I use it because I have some young children at home. And if you have young children at home, maybe you can relate. You can use that extra boost of energy. It's lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy free or gluten free. Contains less than one gram of sugar. No GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting good. Supports better sleep quality and recovers. Supports mental clarity and alertness. It's the one thing with the best things. Athletic Greens uses the best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. So the importance of a multi- of multivitamin. Tons of people take some kind of multivitamin, and it's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's the one thing you can do every single day to take care of yourself. Your subscription comes with a year's supply of vitamin D, which is so important. It costs less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. It's cheaper and getting all the different supplements yourself, you're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up on the ultimate daily nutritional insurance.
1: Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.
0: All right. Welcome back to this edition of Locked On Capitals. as we keep going through the off season here training camp will be starting next month but in this particular episode we are talking about the capitals and how do they rank in comparison to the other teams in the metro division Uh, The Capitals did make some big moves. And again, I give Brian McClellan A-plus marks for what he did. He went out. He realized that we had an issue in net. And guess what he did? He cut bait with both of of the netminders. He got Darcy Kemper and Charlie Lindgren. So I think that the netminding situation for the Capitals will be much improved. Uh, He also picked up Dylan Strom um, and Connor Brown. Gustafson, uh, Gabriel Carlson, Um, he picked up some really great players. So it remains to be seen how the Capitals will fare uh, this season. So the next team on this list is the New York Islanders. They acquired head coach Lane Lambert, Uh, kind of a questionable move. And uh, I talked about that quite a bit uh, in this offseason here is to cut ties with Barry Trotz in favor of Lane Lambert. It is a questionable move to be sure because we all know what happened when the Capitals did that and the kind of results that they ended up getting when you kind of have an unproven commodity uh, as a head coach. Um, And I don't know why Barry Trotz keeps getting the cold shoulder from all these teams. See the Washington Capitals, see the New York Islanders. Why is that? I guess I'm not really too sure. Uh, kind of some of the things that I've heard from different um, insiders or, you know, different uh, beat writers from the New York, New York Islanders is that uh, he didn't have, you know, necessarily maybe a great uh, rapport with younger players or he was hesitant, uh, shall we say, to use younger players. So um, they also acquired Alexander Romanov in a 98th overall pick in the 2022 draft. They re-signed Sebastian Aho and Robin Salo. They lost head coach Barry Trotz and assistant coach Jim Hiller uh, in the 13th overall pick in 2022. And taking a look at this Islanders team, do I think that the Islanders are a lot better? without Barry Trotz at the helm with Lane Lambert uh, pushing the buttons. Uh, no, I don't think so at all. Um, after firing Trotz, the Islanders have been quiet as their only on-ice tra- transaction has been at trading for Romanoff, missing the postseason, and then watching teams like the Blue Jackets, the Red Wings, the Ottawa Senators improve while doing it. Nothing is not ideal, and they uh, rate them or grade them as an f and, uh, I got to kind of agree there. It just, some of the moves that they made were so questionable. And so what is the rumor mill out there? There's more and more rumors out there saying that Lou Lamarillo is going to announce that, uh, the, the Islanders signed Nazem Kadri, but he's not going to do it until the fall. Uh, as you know that Lou Lamarillo is kind of a guy that likes to keep his cards uh, close to the vest, shall we say? And, um, you know, it's kind of questionable moves for him because, you know, he's a guy that's usually a bit of a a mover and a shaker. So for him to just kind of let this team stand pat with what they have on the ice without making any big acquisitions um, is just kind of a bit of a surprise. All right, so the next team on the list is a big, formidable foe uh, for the Washington Capitals, the Pittsburgh Penguins. They acquired Smith, the Jeff Petrie, um, Josh Archibald, Drake Kagilla, uh Jan Ruta, and um, Dustin Takarski, Ryan Poling, and uh, they re-signed Evgeny Malkin, and that was one of the ones, one of the players that they were talking about, that uh, Evgeny Malkin, what would that be like if he came to the Capitals? I think ultimately, you know, that was just kind of spitballing and seeing, you know, what kind of outrageous thing, you know, we could make connections with Evgeny to the Capitals, but I don't think that he would have fit that well on this team. Um, he is uh, you know, a bit prone to the injury bug. They also re-signed Ricard Raquel, uh, Chris Letang, um, Casey DeSmith to a two-year contract that carries a $1.8 million cap hit. They lost Marino, Evan Rodriguez, Danton Heinen, Anthony Angel Angelo, Mike Matheson in a 2023 uh, fourth-round pick. And, uh, you know, just taking a look at some of the moves that the Penguins made, do I think that they are going to be better next season? Mm, I I think that, you know, I think they kind of suffer from some of the same things that the Capitals suffer from, and that is an aging roster, kind of like the Boston Bruins. So it's going to remain to be seen how much better uh, that Pittsburgh Penguins team is. I know that they did make some acquisitions. I think they did a good thing by solidifying the net mining position. But I would love nothing more... Than for that Pittsburgh Penguins team to fall on their face because they are a big um, competitor and they are always uh, one of the biggest uh, rivalries, shall we say, with the Washington Capitals. So if they played really poorly this next season, I guess I wouldn't be too upset. All right, so after the break here, we are going to continue to talk about the Metro Division and how do the Capitals stack up? We'll talk about that next. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, eSports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports. Wagering information from live in-game betting scores and podcasts they have you covered Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet Online,
1: where the game starts. Have you ever seen an NHL player get off a team bus and think to yourself, gosh, I wish I could dress that nice? Well, with Indochino, you can. Indochino makes fully customized suits that don't require a trip to the tailor to get that perfect fit. Recently, I was shopping for a new dress shirt for my upcoming wedding and when I decided to go with the Hyde Herringbone shirt, I was blown away at all the customization options I had. I could change the type of collar, cuffs, and even decide whether or not I wanted a chest pocket. All while being incredibly affordable, especially given the quality of the product I was getting. New colors, fabrics, and outerwear styles are added regularly too, so it's easy to create your next look. Level up your game with Indochino. Go to Indochino.com and use code NHL to get 10% off any purchase of $399 or more. That's 10% off at Indochino.com with code NHL. All right, welcome back to this
0: edition of Locked On Capitals as we are profiling and kind of ranking the, the moves that the Washington Capitals made and how do they stand up against the other teams in the Metro. So the next team on the list is the New York Rangers. Uh, they acquired Vincent Trocek, seven-year contract that carries a $5.625 million cap hat. Uh, Ty Emberson, Louis Deming, uh Yaroslav Halak, and uh, they re-signed Labor Hayak. Um, but, and they lost uh, a bunch of players here as well that uh, I'm not going to list because it is quite a lengthy list here. The Rangers shook things up down the middle in goal while losing Kopp and Strom Hertz. Trocek should be a formidable second-line center. After trading Gorgiev, they acquired Halak to back up Igor Shosturkin and Deming to be their third string. And that was one of the things that uh, the Rangers... Uh, got kind of exposed on, too, was in the playoffs. As you know, you got to have a good number three goalie as well because there is always the possibility that your number one or number two could get injured, and you have to have that depth in-house. The Rangers dumped Nemeth's $2.5 million cap hit for next two seasons to the Arizona Coyotes. Losing vitrano was also not ideal. The grading there was a C-minus. And uh, I think the Rangers have made some kind of solid moves and they're a kind of a team that's coming on the outside of a rebuild. And I think they did a pretty good job. I think that they will be contenders next season. If you think about it, they were playing in the postseason and I think they improved their lineup overall. I don't think that they made it much worse. So next, taking a look at the Carolina Hurricanes, Uh, the Hurricanes finally got their finisher when they acquired Patch Ready as well as uh Coughlin from the Vegas Golden Knights and did not uh, did not have to give up anything to get him. After trading D'Angelo, they picked up another offensive-minded defenseman in Burns with the only major piece heading to the San Jose Sharks was Lawrence, Carolina's fourth-line center last season. The Hurricanes also uh, bet low on Case, who has an upside as a 20-goal score in 66 games during the 17-18 season with the Anaheim Ducks. With a couple of major acquisitions, Carolina could be the president's trophy race in 2022-23, and they grade them an A as well, and I've got to agree with that. Um, I think that, uh, you know, I think that the Carolina Hurricanes were a team for years that wasn't that good, but I think that, you know, they're on the upward swing of things, and I look for big things from the uh, Carolina Hurricanes uh, this next season. So next, our home team, the Washington Capitals, And the moves that they made by acquiring Dylan Strom, one-year, $3.5 million contract, right-wing Connor Brown, uh, center Henrik Borgstrom, goalie Charlie Lindgren, um, goalie Darcy Kemper, and defenseman Eric Gustafson. They re-signed Matt Irwin, a depth defenseman, and Marcus Johansson. They lost Vanacek, Justin Schultz, Ilya Samsonov. So not some, you know, I think that the Capitals did an excellent job in this off season. I, you know, I would challenge anyone to kind of pick apart any uh, mistakes that the Capitals made after their fourth straight first round exit in the Stanley cup playoffs. The Capitals have been busy as they acquired Brown from the senators with a right wing, Tom Wilson expected to be out somewhere in between Thanksgiving and the NHL all-star break with a torn ACL and Strom with center Nicholas Backstrom expected to miss most of the season, undergoing a hip resurfacing procedure they also went under big renovations in net, letting both Samsonov and Vanacek go and signing Kemper fresh off, winning a Stanley Cup with the Colorado Avalanche in addition to Lindgren, who impressed during a five-game stint in the NHL with the St. Louis Blues last season on defense. They added a defenseman with some offensive upside in Gustaf- Gustafson on a cheap deal to replace Schultz and retained Irwin to be the seventh blue liner. And that's just kind of, you know, Irwin knowing his role as kind of a depth defenseman. The pressure was on the team's core aging and a couple of star players on the shelf for significant parts of the season. But the Capitals extended their Stanley Cup window with an active and productive offseason, though they may need to shed forward or two at some point in the near future. And they grade the Capitals as a B plus. And I got to agree with that. I think that it is some solid moves. And just to close out the podcast here uh, in the hockey news, they were kind of talking about the moves that the Capitals made. And they said the Washington Capitals, like two of the other three teams on the list, the Capitals put all their chips behind a goalie this summer who may come to regret it. In Washington's case, it's Darcy Kemper, who was the starting goalie for the Colorado Avalanche in the Avs Stanley Cup winning season this past year who got a big-money, long-term contract that Washington may soon come to regret sooner than later. Uh, that's an interesting thing, isn't it? The Caps gave the 32-year-old Kemper an annual salary of $5.25 million for the next five season. That's a lot of term for a goalie whose SP in the most recent postseason was a pedestrian .902 and whose regular season record was 37-12-4. And, and that's on a team... That was significantly significantly better than the Washington Capitals. The Capitals will be without stars uh, Nicholas Backstrom and Tom Wilson for a significant period of time in the 22-23 campaign, putting immediate pressure on Kemper to begin next year. Should Kemper slump in any way, the Caps will slide down the Metro Division standings and on an upstart team like the Columbus Blue Jackets or the New Jersey Devils could leapfrog Washington and put them in a catch-up position for the remainder of the season. Missing the playoffs in the first year with the Capitals would be an awful way for Kemper to begin his tenure in D.C., but that's a distinct possibility now. Caps GM Brian McClellan didn't do anything else on free agency kickoff day, but Kemper contract alone could make Washington losers in the big picture. And that was obviously written some time ago, but that was in the hockey news. That was them reviewing what the Washington capitals did in uh, signing Darcy Kemper. And, you know, I got to agree in part with what he's talking about is that, you know, uh, Darcy Kemper is a bit of an unproven commodity. I know that he had a really great season last season with the uh, Colorado Avalanche, but how will that translate to a Washington Capitals team, a different defense, different players around him? I guess it remains to be seen. I am going to be hopeful the Darcy Camper uh, Darcy Camper will have a good season with the Washington Capitals, as will Charlie Lingren have called upon. And if you go down the depth chart, Zach Fukali as well. So I think that the Capitals are sitting pretty as far as the net mining position, despite what that um, reviewer from the hockey writers had to say or the hockey news rather. So I think that uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of hate that goes on for the Washington Capitals and the aging roster but for me, I, I'm going to take a positive outlook as I think this team made some really big acquisitions. Thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On NHL. Locked On experts give you a daily 30 minute podcast on all things NHL all year long. Stay up to date on everything in the hockey world. Lock on NHL, your daily 30-minute NHL podcast. All right, so once again, thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked on Capitals, and I'll talk to you next time.
1: Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.